If you thought that ENS domains were the dot-com killers, well, guess what? You are obviously wrong. GoDaddy has partnered with ENS domains to bring the functionality of your traditional dot-coms with your dot-eth domains. So we're going to dive into what that means for Web3 today. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So in case you've been listening and enjoying the content, I just want to invite you to something we have called Nifty Business Club. Nifty Business Club is a community that we're building of 100 people that see the value of blockchain technology and NFTs for business purposes, building different things, solving real world problems, not just straight degenning and gambling on the next thing to go up. If this sounds interesting to you, just check out niftybusiness.club. The information will be in the show notes. So as far as what's going on here... I think it's important to note that when ENS domains came onto the scene, a lot of maxis were under the impression .eth domains were the new wave and they would absolutely take out .coms. There was no more need for traditional websites. Web2 was going to go by the wayside. However, this partnership might be something that is frustrating to some, but a welcome addition to the ecosystem for many of us. It has been announced at no extra cost, GoDaddy users can link their .com domains to their .eth domains. Now, this is very interesting because GoDaddy is notorious for charging all sorts of fees for features that are standard in other registrars. My first domain that I ever purchased was directly from GoDaddy, but over the years, all their upsells and paid features for everything, although they started off as being the bottom of the bottom affordable domain host competing with the incumbents at the time, which was network solutions, they quickly became a very expensive option. So over the years, I've shifted to other registrars, but I think it's just very interesting that they're offering this particular service to what was once dubbed as the Web2 and .com killer for free. There is no upsell for them to link the .com to the ENS domains. So as we move from a world of Web2 where websites and servers hold our data, content, and so forth, we were under the perception that these various websites would then shift over to an ENS domain or an unstoppable domain, the .cryptos, .wallets, and so forth, and they would build out these various decentralized websites that are scattered across servers, and it was going to completely be a paradigm shift from what we're used to for the last, I don't know, 20, 25, 30 years or so. However, this could not be further from the case because as we know, it is extremely hard to get users to switch their behaviors. They're used to just going to Safari, Chrome, whatever it might be, typing in their websites and going directly there. In order to connect to these decentralized websites that you can put up using various Web3 domains, you actually have to have a browser extension or use a completely different browser. Now, this is something that is not going to be attractive to the average user. The average user doesn't want to install anything else, do some research, try to figure out exactly what's going on. It's sort of like accessing the dark web, getting to the Tor browser, browser and what used to be Silk Road and all of that, those were a very specific hardcore users that were, let's just say it, 
at that time, for the most part, they were up to no good. They were trying to get different products and services that they could not get on the regular internet. And you can go wherever you want with that as far as people's rights and what they want to do and fighting against the man and so forth. But let's be honest, the vast majority of people that were into crypto early on Silk Road, it really wasn't for a wholesome reason, right? And of course, that has been shut down. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But as far as what's going on here, we can see that there is a bridging between the mainstream use cases and how we can have decentralized media. And for the most part, it is a hard sell to get anyone to embrace the concept of decentralization or even care about privacy. So bridging these two things together, the content creator, such as myself, who understands these concepts, is very familiar. And even you, the listener, if you're into this stuff, most likely you are the type of person that would install an additional browser extension. You are the type of person that would go to a different browser and go through all these different hoops. But we are in the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. The vast majority of people will not do anything like that. And when we talk about mass adoption, bringing in the 7, 8 billion people into the world, or even getting to 1 billion users for that matter, we often think of what can we do to ease the process? Well, if we're requiring all these different steps, it is ex- extremely hard to get to that number, that tipping point, if you will. And it's one of the things that we've been seeing as far as wallet adoption and how people are using their email and Web2 logins and so forth to actually then have a custodial wallet, if you will, or even in the case of a non-custodial wallet, but rather than using a seed phrase, these different things are being encrypted and split up across social media signers, if you will, to then protect the actual wallet. It's a very different use case. Now, the hardcore decentralized person that has been down the rabbit hole on Bitcoin, maybe even someone who has been over on Silk Road before it's shut down. This is probably the most disgusting sounding thing that has ever been spoken by anyone in Web3. But I'm going to say it anyways. I think this is a good thing because allowing the normie, if you will, to bridge over to the advantages of this technology is a win-win for everybody because at the end of the day, most people that are in this space will say that they want their quote-unquote bags to go up, right? Even the most maxi on Bitcoin will not say they do not want people to show up. They want it to stay small. They want it to stay closed and they do not want the value to increase, right? So, Having more eyes, having more people coming into this space, it creates more value for everyone. Now, ENS domains, you could say that has nothing to do with the price of crypto, adoption, and so forth. But here's the thing. The land grab that we saw for the longest time over with these domains is probably the biggest part, the boom that we saw within the whole NFT space, whether it be unstoppable domains or having these wallets connected through ENS domains and so forth. And even when everything was going down, we still saw these big names, these brand names, these very recognizable SEO terms, you know, certain things like crypto.eth, they have a lot of value and they have been able to then uh, put them onto the market, sell them on OpenSea or wherever else or whatever auction site it might be to have a premium for these names. Because anyone that has been around since the 90s, we know that these names are just very valuable. So being able to connect these properties and link these things, it helps on many fronts. Not only does it get more eyes, more users onto these various properties that we're using, but also it increases the value for the Web3 native people that already know the value of this stuff, already own these properties. So let's just say you're out there, you own McDonald's.eth, Nike.eth, 
all of these other .eths, right? When it comes to now pitching that or reselling that to a corporate entity that can connect that to their existing .com, their infrastructure, it's so much easier. So even for the person who is in this thing just for flipping domains, this is a win for them. But of course, you know, the main argument that I'll ever use for any of this stuff is not for the DGen that's just trying to flip. The value in this, the value proposition, if you will, is all the technology that's on the back end that we know all the benefits of having your own domain, owning this stuff, everything being connected to the wallet rather than your email and password. It goes straight to the blockchain. Okay, great. We are here. We understand these benefits. But now we have the ability to have that for ourselves, protect our own selves as content creators, as businesses, as people that are putting things onto the internet, but then be able to invite the rest of the world that does not care anything about that to connect with the content, the things that we're putting out, our products and services and so forth. So I think it is a win for us, whether we're selling domains or we're putting out content, we're a business or whatever it might be, just having more eyes in this. And I think at this point, GoDaddy is still the largest domain registrar in the world. Of course, your .coms, .nets, .org, and so forth. So now having that functionality to pair these websites or pair these domains, I should say, with blockchain technology should help. I'm going to put the link to the official announcement. So in case you want to go down this rabbit hole and learn a little bit more about what's going on here with ENS Domains and the GoDaddy partnership, check that out. I think it's pretty big news. Not a lot of people are going to speak about this because it's not sexy. It's not flashy. But in my opinion, this is the type of thing that flies under the radar and moves the needle as we're charging along the way into a Web3 future. And who's going to find this most valuable? businesses, of course. If you're someone who has a business, you're building a business or trying to start something within this space, I'm just going to throw that invitation out there again. Check out Nifty Business Club. That is niftybusiness.club. All the information will be there. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.